Stocks right now are down. Yields, though, are a little changed. The dollar is higher. Bitcoin's up. It's a total mixed message from the market this morning following a better-than-expected retail sales. Let's check in with Michael Purvis, the CEO at Tallback and Capital Advisors. Mike, uh, you've got a trade for us we're going to get into, but let's talk some macro first here as we've got quite a bit of tug-of-war playing out in this market. Who do you think's got the edge right now? Well, I think on the Treasury side, I think the Treasury bears, meaning yields higher, are slowly and steadily gaining more control. And that was a sort of a seismic shift after that blowout jobs report on February 3rd. You know, the $500,000, uh, sorry, 500,000 um, job gain uh, there that kind of blew away everyone's expectations. I think the high, the high estimate was like 350 or something like that. Um, and the median was half the 500. So, Look, less than half the it. So look, I think right now we've seen that. We've seen strong retail sales. Uh, we've seen the services ISM come roaring back from a sub 50 print from the prior. So I think what's happening here is people are, are, are recognizing that the um, the Main Street uh, condition is getting is a lot better, meaning the basic economy is doing a lot better than the, you know, sort of the uh, recession is around the corner calls we're, we're suggesting. Um, but what that means is that the terminal rate, meaning that like, you know, what the markets are, how the markets are pricing um, the terminal rate is being pushed up to new levels. And it's also being pushed out um, from the May-June timeframe where it had been sort of resting for several you know, really since October, and then now it's in July uh, there. And so that's, you know, that's sort of creating a, 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 a sort of a, a pale echo of what we, some of the rate drama we had last summer. Now it's a very different type of rate drama here. And I think the tension in the bond market is really about, you know, we got the CPI yesterday, and I think it's really about like the, the slope of the line of inflation. Um, with against the back of a pretty strong economy here. And the slope of that line of that disinflation was looking really robust, uh, meaning, you know, like inflation was coming down really quickly. I think prospectively, um, particularly with uh, some parts of the economy doing so well, that, that slope is not likely to come down as quickly. So I think it's it's again, it's, it's an echo of last summer, but it's not. Um, but it's still there's still going to be an enduring tension. And you're seeing this in the rates market, you know, where the two year and the 10 year yields have broken their downtrend that they had uh, established uh, from uh, October. Uh, th those, are, those are raising questions about whether there's some more rate volatility around the corner hmm. um, there. So that, that's my sort of take from the rates, rates condition like is that I don't think rates are gonna explode to, you know, the 10 years gonna like shoot up to 5%, but I do think it's, it's, it's gonna be less comfortable than it had been um, that started this uh, you know, risk on uh, rally uh, from the beginning of the year. A pale echo of the drama last year. Love that description. Can't uh, put it better myself, as it does seem like there's a lot in common with the original chaos of the bond market that started this stock bear market, but not quite as extreme just yet. Uh, is that lack of extreme in the Treasury yields going higher, though, made up for by the potential credit stress of today? with some of the damage that has been inflicted fundamentally on the economy, because this yield curve just keeps going deeper and deeper red. My goodness, if you believe anything the yield curve is supposedly saying about the economy, it's deeper than at any point it was before 08, before 2000. I mean, should this be keeping us up at night, Mike? I mean, I think, look, there's sort of this instinctive pull to go back to, you know, yield curve inversions, particularly severe ones, 
you know, lead a recession by, you know, whatever, six months, nine months, 12 months. Um, I, I've never really been that focused on that. I think, I think to me, I'm, I'm looking at um, a condition where you've seen Fed policy go from extremely dovish just a year ago, the, in many respects, the most dovish it's ever been, uh, to the most hawkish it's ever been, at least in the last couple of decades. That pivot was dramatic. Uh, you should expect some distortions there. My personal view is that the yield curve will stay inverted through much of this year, um, but that's largely because the economy is going to remain good. Um, there is also, um, you know, sort of um, an enduring um, bid for the back end of the curve for for liability-driven investors who have to match liabilities with assets, uh, longer-dated assets. There, so so I. To me, I'm just sort of going through the economic data, worrying about every, you know the ISMs and the employment data um, uh, more so than I am about whether a yield curve is inverted at 90 bips or 60 bips. Fair that enough. said, I, I, I think we're I think we're we're probably looking at a condition where, as we I think we're edging into a high nominal GDP world where the, the enduring inflation, but also better growth that a lot of the mm. uh, economic bears have expected. And it's going to be somewhat chaotic nominal GDP mm -hmm. and certainly sort of disorienting nominal GDP. I think we're going through multifaceted regime shift here. And that's going to be, um, but with that, I think we might see a yield curve stay super inverted for a long period of time. But again, I'm not I'm not really focused on uh, the, uh, you know, we have to be in a recession because the yield curve's inverted. Got it. Um, uh, there, there's a there's a lot of unusual um, nuances to this economic uh, cycle right now. Fair enough. That being said, you are ready to buy some uh, Q puts, uh, judging by your latest uh, notes. So yeah. take me through the trade that you see right now, Mike. Yeah. So look, I uh, I went out uh, just yesterday with a, a QQQ put spread um, on the view that the Nas. You know, if you look at the risk on rally here. Uh, the, the NASDAQ had accelerated the most. Year-to-date, it was up 15, 16 uh, percent. Um, that was driven uh, entirely, actually more than entirely, uh, like about 110 percent by PE expansion. The earnings, meaning expected bottoms of consensus earnings for the NDX, which is what the QQQ tracks, um, actually declined more than they did for the SBX or for some value indices. Uh, uh, there and so the, the, you're paying a, uh, a a robust 23 times forward PE for this uh, index. It's dominated by companies that, frankly, haven't had. I don't. Th I'm not some tragic earnings bear by any stretch. I just think okay. it's been you know for the big tech companies, they've been a little bit lackluster, and I think that lacklusterness, if you will, is likely to continue for at least a couple of quarters here. And so you're paying 23 times to buy the NDX right now. And on top of that, one of the things, as we, as we know, the NDX is um, the most uh, interest rate sensitive of the of the main indices. And if you think that the interest rates are going to keep creeping higher here, one thing that I've been very focused on is the equity risk premium uh, for the NDX, which is all that is, is you take the earnings yield, the inverse of the PE, and subtract out the 10-year yield from it. You know, and it's it's right now at about 50 basis points, which is the lowest it's been since 2007. And, um, you know, if we see 10 years shoot up another 25, 30, 40 basis points, that equity risk premium is going to come close to being zero here, right? So I think um, I have a question where, okay, I can understand the short covering coming into the year, 
I don't know how much long-term investors are going to feel they have to buy the NDX or the companies in the NDX right now at this sort of expanded valuation when the earnings profile has been, again, um, not tragic, but, but certainly kind of um, lackluster. All right, uh, like it's not a tragic uh, earnings bear, but a bear nonetheless uh, after stocks have made this run, uh, considering the potential for persistent inflation, even if GDP does warm up to chaotic levels as uh, interest rates are a pale echo of last year. Quite the turns of phrase, Mr. Purvis, this morning. You definitely <laughs> had your coffee. Appreciate you uh, bringing the analysis to us. Really good stuff. Thank you, Oliver. Good to be with you. Absolutely. Much appreciated. Mike Purvis, CEO at Tall Back and Capital Advisors.